Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Stronghold. As always, I am your Dungeon Master and host, Sean, and before we get started, please allow me to remind you of what's happened previously on the show. Last week on Stronghold, our daring adventurers defeated the feline menace with the help of Draman's holy magic, which seems to be returning with a vengeance. Before they could harvest the large cat's pelt, however, they were interrupted by the arrival of the first real frost giant they've seen in the whole snow-packed mountain fortress, and the several hunting dogs he brought with him. Of course, the dogs immediately smelled our heroes, which forced them to retreat back into the passageways and the walls on the second floor, after which a little exploring brought them to a giant-sized bedroom. Now underneath the bed and ready for some desperately needed shut-eye, Freddy has just finished telling them the story of how he first got his famous cat toga. Anyway, that's how I ended up with this uh, cat toga, as you guys call it. Dude. Pretty dark, I know. That's why I don't talk about it much. So uh, have you finished the rest of the boozos there? Yeah, that's the only way I woke up. We what? ran out. So you... The only reason I ever, like am here is I sobered. For a little bit. <laughs> For a little bit. <laughs> he wasn't like in a program. He just ran out. Yeah. Long oh. enough to be conscious of his actions. Again. He had to go through detox, which lasted twenty days. <laughs> How were you not like pickled? I don't know. <laughs> How were you even alive, man? That I don't know. Catman turned himself into a pickle, but he should have ever seen. <laughs> Turns out he used to. He actually used to be a very regular attender of like the local cleric's free clinic. You're like my liver. I can feel it screaming. <laughs> Make it stop. Uh, and the, <laughs> Why the, are these dead the cats old, around me? The old cleric would, would cast cure disease, and there goes your liver disease. So, I would like to imagine when he cast... That's like, an enabler at that point. You're an enabler. <laughs> yeah, he was... He I didn't mean, have a super high wisdom score, you know, for a cleric. Yeah. I mean, money's money. No, no free, free clinic. clinic. Oh. <laughs> and I didn't cleric, have any money. not rogue. Yeah. yeah. If it was you, you'd be like, hey... It's, 500 like, gold I, pieces. it's like, I'll cure you, but it's going to cost you. you. Pay it's going to cost one extra gold every time. You pay up, and you can eventually... First time's free. Second time's one gold. First time I cure you of cirrhosis is free. Second time. Med Second money. time, we have a problem. No. Because you got liver cirrhosis twice. It's been a week. Like, I gave you the liver of an eight-month-old child, and you ruined it. In six months. That still had stem cells in it. You're a <laughs> monster. No. I'm telling Thomas, you, it was all cursed smuggler's booze. That was like, Thomas would just cast cure wounds. He wouldn't know what it does. He just knows that it's supposed to do something. Sure, that's fair. But that... Um, what were okay. the bard's names that died? I just start weeping. Tom, I'm just like backing up like, whoa... Like, hey, can you, like, go over to that corner of the bed? <laughs> You're making me a little uncomfortable here. Thomas does not know how to handle emotion at all. <sighs> it's, uh, hey, I'm but o- it's... I'm okay. But it's it's okay. You don't, you don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. This is, this is a safe space. Well... Semi-safe space. <laughs> we're under... Not necessarily the- secure. Yeah, we're... Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> Emotionally... You're safe. Physically, you are in mortal danger 24-7. I don't want to give you a false sense of security. Not going to sugarcoat it. Yeah. So you we'll could die, die at uh, any moment. So what happens if we run into giant rats? Dinner. We'll, we'll be all right. You guys go ahead and sleep. I'll take the first watch. I mean, you just, think I got to deal if with my emotions real quick. Cried your heart. Do his tears freeze? Yes, they do, actually. They're salty, so it takes a, it, they don't freeze on his face. But they do form a little puddle on the stones at his feet, and they, that puddle freezes. Dang, salty, it's cold. Salty ice. Okay. Um, well, right, I give him so one we'll... last uh, pat on the back, tell him it's going to be okay, and then I go to sleep. Thanks for taking watch, bud. Let me know if you need to 
talk. I'm just going to ignore him and kind of just go in my bedroll and fall asleep. Seems seems fine. Yeah. That's... Okay. Ready. Roll a perception check. 12. With your perception check of 12, you witness an uneventful series of several hours. Um, while I'm here, I am going to cast Detect Magic as well. Okay. Just to make sure that there's nothing magical and spooky trying to creep up on us. Alrighty. So you cast Detect Magic. What does that look like for you? And how long does it take? It takes 10 minutes. Okay. And I kind of just sit down. And I'm still a little weepy at this point because I've tried to suppress all of these memories. Okay. And we wrenched out of you. (laughs) Right. And then told you to stop talking about them. (laughs) We're an emotionally available party. For sure. And uh, I just kind of sit down, still trying to compose myself. And... I just kind of close my eyes and just open up my mind mm-hmm. a little bit and just try to calm my breathing and not quite a meditation, but almost like a um, acute awareness of like sounds and things happening around me. Okay. So you, you practice this arcane meditation for a period of 10 minutes And starting about halfway through, you start to experience this pinprick of pain in the center of your brain. And as having an aneurysm, the time passes, it gets worse and worse. And by the end of the 10 minutes, when you know that you're ready to open your eyes and see the magical auras that populate the world, it has gotten to the level of full on migraine. And when you do open your eyes, that headache gets immeasurably worse. And you fall to the ground, clutching at your head, as all around you, you see in the most deepest, richest colors, the aura of heavy, heavy, powerful conjuration magic. It suffuses every inch of your vision no matter which way you turn, no matter where you look. And even when you close your eyes now, you can still see it seeping through the lids. And you take four psychic damage. Yo. Jeez. And this lasts for however long detect magic lasts. It says concentration up to 10 minutes. So then it lasts for 10 minutes. Those 10 minutes are 10 minutes that you cannot possibly spend on watch. You are... Like I said, you're on the ground, writhing in pain, agony from the head on out. Ouch. Mm -hmm. And then it gradually fades and it dims and the auras fade as the pain does. And things return to the normal world with the normal sight. But the, the memory of it is still firmly there and you are shaking. Your hands are still unfirm what do you like in the last let's say uh, 20 minutes of your time on watch not doing too hot had an emotional breakdown and then got beat up by psychic damage Mm -hmm. um do i know or recall any of the conjuration spells that were happening or is this all just like it new, was, or did I not even have time to think about it because I was in so much pain? It was portal magic. It was the kind of magic that back in Eideron is used to teleport across the world or to open a portal rather mm-hmm. than conjuring items or making things appear. Gotcha. But it was incredibly intense. So I'm going, or I'm still on the ground, just kind of in the fetal position, clutching my head, and uh, pretty drained. I'm just going to sit there for a little bit, try to regain myself. Okay. And as my watch ends, kind of very gently stumble up and crawl over to Thomas, kind of nudge him awake. Yeah. Are you feeling all right? Dude, I just uh, 
some trippy stuff is happening up here. <laughs> I uh, I decided to cast detect magic up here just to make sure nothing crazy was sneaking up on us. And uh, holy crap, everything up here, everything, even the floorboards that you're on, is magic. And it's just some kind of I don't know if they teleported it here or I I, I have no idea. It was so painful. Like my body just aches everywhere. My brain hurts. It just, it was terrible. Hmm. All right. Then get some sleep. I'll take over. Yeah. Just, uh, I just kind of fall over and pass out. Okay. Thomas, it is your watch. Will you roll a perception check for me? 19. With a 19, you maintain a vigilant watch. And it is very, very dark down here. And, you listen to everything that's going on in, in the Great Hall, and you no longer hear the noises and the yips and the barkings of dogs. You do not hear the footsteps of giants. You do not hear the crackling of flames in the great fireplace. The whole house is asleep. And it's just dark and still. All right. Then at the end of my watch, I'll just wake up drumming. Okay. Drummond, you are woken up into a world of darkness and silence. All right. Quietly sit up and uh, position myself so I have a good vantage point and uh, chill out for the rest of my watch. Okay. You survey the world from underneath this bed, and it is darkness and silence. And roll me a perception check, please. 17. All right. With a 17, you too keep a well and vigilant watch. And in the wee hours of what must be the morning, you start to hear the rumblings of the giants of the floor below beginning their day. Other than that, there is not a soul to be seen or a sound to be heard. Okay. Uh, so this is the, the beginning of the day? It's... You can't, again, you're completely inside. There are no windows in this room. Um, so you don't have any view of the sun or the sky, so you can't really tell. In here, it's just darkness. Okay. Uh, well, I listen and until things start up, and when I'm sure that it's uh, been about about the right amount of time um, for a watch, I go around and rouse the rest of my party. Okay. The rest of you are roused. I don't gain health from that sleep, right? You can choose to roll hit dice if you like. I'm good. Okay. What do you guys think we should do? Uh, do I go ahead and tell Draman about the crazy magic experience I had last night of just everything was conjuration magic. And since Draman has some kind of experience with magic, just asking him like what his experience is with it. Like, have you ever seen anything like this? It was very... Almost like what we use for portals and transportation back home. But everything was covered. Like, even the floorboards, the nails, the bed, everything. I've never seen anything that could apply that kind of magic on such a scale. That would be immensely powerful, whoever was doing that. Right. So that's... I, I have no idea what could be happening or, or how they would even be able well, to I mean, do this, really. Look at the quality of the stone and wood in the building. Now look at the quality of the stone and wood around us. They don't really match up. So you think that they're teleporting it in from somewhere? Uh, I don't think so. I think they're just using... Couldn't they just use the magic to make the stone and wood either look better or be better as they're working it? They could. That would take a lot. I mean, I guess dwarves are... If the legends are true, like they are magical creatures we're talking about dwarves like just a thing yeah it's crazy right but i mean do you see how many but of I mean, them there are outside i still can't believe that that's what's happening right now like a little magic workshop out there 
They're elves now. <laughs> Santa's elves. Yeah. <laughs> this is just Santa Claus with his two dogs. Santa Claus is the we're giant in the frost. We're giant. in the Keebler elf house now. <laughs> Santa Claus and his four hundred dwarves in his sweatshop. Uh, we're in the North Pole. That's why it's so cold. Oh my God! This is. <laughs> we just found the workshop. And the flying ship is actually the sled. Shut up. It just Make keeps it. getting better. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, uh, Where are the reindeer at? Uh, we killed him. Yeah. <laughs> it was the cat. That was Rudolph. Oh my god, we killed Rudolph. <laughs> it, was, it was a we lie. Are, he didn't. Uh, need, he didn't need the reindeer. Uh, he just had are, two dogs and a cat. We are the worst. Why didn't the cat just fly to us then? It did. Do you see that jump? Christmas is canceled, and it's our fault. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I have no idea what could cause magic of that type. I think if we keep investigating, we should find out. Yeah. Or we can just look for the item. I'm not items. about to do that again, though. That, like, almost liquefied my brain. Yeah, probably <laughs> probably not do the thing that liquefies your brain. That again. hurts so bad. So no more detect magic. Um, thanks for that heads up. I'll, I'll make sure I don't do that. So do you guys want to head back into the tunnel and just kind of follow that? We still need to find out what created those should we scope this room out a little bit before we move on i mean there's nothing in here that matches the um objects we were looking for yeah we're looking for the the box right you haven't really explored this room too much you know that there's a bed in here and there's a large wardrobe over on one wall i looked around the room and he said there wasn't the, the box, table right the table or the box that yeah. we were looking for yeah okay i mean it's a giant's room Honestly, it looks like it hasn't been moved into yet. That's the impression that you're getting. You know, the bed is not being slept in. There is a frost giant downstairs, but he must have slept downstairs. Next to the fire. Yeah, maybe this is like an important person room or something. You said there's a little bit of dust, footprints, or anything to indicate people have been in here recently. Certainly not underneath the bed. <laughs> it's fair. Which is where most of the dust yeah, is. Yeah, I guess that's fair. But no, on the other side, on the far side, like 25 feet away, there's a bedside table. And if you go over there, you don't see anything on top of it. There's a rocking chair in one corner. Nothing on that either. It just looks like this is the bare bones furniture awaiting occupancy. Okay. Um, so do you guys want to go out the, the door to the bedroom or do you guys want to go back in the tunnel? Let's just go to the tunnel and try to make it to one of the other rooms. Or one of us can go run out that big front door and yell for the frost giant. Yeah, go for it. I'll back you up. Totally. All right, let's go back in the tunnel. Uh, we might not even be able to get out, right? Like, the door may be... That's true. It might be too heavy. We're kind of like little... My little puny arms won't be able to push it. <laughs> Captain Noodle Arms over here. All right. So we're in the tunnels. You're in the tunnels, and you can go wherever you want to go. Where do you want to go? Up. You know any of the normal directions. I mean, logistically speaking, you did say wherever you want to go. We start climbing Fine. the walls. You can, you can go wherever these paths yeah, Southwest can go. Now. We're leading the rat rebellion. <laughs> We've already killed the cat. Nothing gets south us now. Tom and Jerry gone terribly wrong. So I say that we go the way that we didn't come from. So you guys came to the end of a hallway, yeah. which had a door on the left. Okay. So you would turn to your right. There's a hallway that goes straight in front of you, and it has a right-hand turn at the end. And we have not been to that one, that right-hand turn. No, you did. You So you got up the stairs, and then you found a door on the wall to your right. You went in there into that wall, and then you made just a big L, big right angle. Okay. Well, where should we go next, guys? Should try to find another room. Well, okay. Let's uh, backtrack. Are we going to double back? Yeah, let's backtrack and try to find another room that we can crawl into. And explore, see if there's any less magic anywhere else. Freddy, get ready to cast the tech magic again. Not happening. <laughs> you guys okay. have, can you guys like dispel it or get rid of any of it? Dispel the whole castle. Yeah. We How can... crazy would that be? You just touch it and the whole castle just collapses. <laughs> or we can just try it on like a floorboard. I don't have to spell magic. That is not in my repertoire. So <laughs> I 
I, I think we should probably explore the upstairs a little bit more. Maybe try and check out that far end to see if there's anything there before we... Yeah. I'm down. Let's do it. Okay. Let's go. Are you going through the hallways or open ground? Uh, Stick to... I think we should stick to the... Or wallways. That's what they should wall. be called. We've already been like rats so far, so let's scurry yep. over there. Yeah. Stick, stick to, to the, the wall. wallways. Two people have used it as a term now. Um, so as it's a thing. Tradition. <laughs> you go back into the wallways, and <laughs> you take a right in that, just in that first door under the bed. You go down to the corner. You take another right, and that puts you on the long, sort of north-south hallway that runs the length of the building. Are there more doors? You do pass the door that you came in through, which is near the top of the stairs. You remember. But after that, it looks like there are no doors for a good distance. We should walk down there to see if uh, we can find some more doors. I think we should explore this place a little more and try not to get one, eaten. One does not simply explore into more door. Into more doors? So you go down, and it's a distance of 500-ish feet or so before you encounter another door. Again, on your right side. Looking in all respects exactly like every other door you have seen leading into or out of these wallways. Okay. Um, uh, listen, put an ear to it and listen uh, to it. You should be doing this stuff. You're Lead super the way. perceptive rogue. Okay. Well, I guess. All right. Yeah, um, Drama with all the, the armor is going to be going first. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Shields. Sneaky oh. armor. Um, it's like a slinky in the armor. Drama is now our riot shield. <laughs> That's what they call me. I'm going to put leather bands on your back <laughs> so he can strap himself onto you your back you can't pick up anything with your noodle arms no no, no right? look he doesn't have uh, to so you don't have to carry him in a piggyback right yeah they're like it's stirrups harness. he can just ride you <laughs> he doesn't need a horse i'll just slide yeah. my legs through him <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate they're like combo. backpack straps <laughs> I kill myself. <laughs> I am going to listen, put my ear to the door and listen, make sure I can't hear anything in that room. And if I can't hear anything, I'm going to slowly open the door and peek in. You peek out. Again, this is another door that opens in, so your view is limited. You have to open it a pretty good ways in order to see much of the outside world. It looks like you're along that balcony area that's overlooking the main hall. And the balcony extends to your right, all the way back towards those stairs. And it extends off to your left for a good distance. And it looks like up here, on the side of the hall opposing the master bedroom, there is a large open area on the second floor that has a good number of tables in it. And at the very far end, set into the wall, a window of gigantic proportions. Must be 40 feet across. So it would probably be a good idea to peek out that window and get a, get an idea of where we're, um, where we're at. Uh, so can I make it over there uh, while still being under cover of anything? Are there tables or You anything? can either... There are two ways you can go. You can either try to... Stick under the tables, or you can skirt the wall that you're in currently, but on the outside, and try to get over there that way, or you can stay in the wall way and see if there's another door further down that or, you can exit through. Or Thomas can kind of sneak his way Oh, you're the s sneaky, stealthy one. Do you want to try going out? I mean, you were doing such a good job. Come on, just let you go for it. But um, if you insist. All right. Yeah, yeah. Go go for it. Go for it. All right. I'm going to sneak across to the window. This is why you're a part of the party, Thomas. Uh, 17. In front of you, there is a large room. One side of it is bounded by a railing of giant size that drops off on the other side down into the main room. And you can see there all of the tables, the great fire pit, even the rooms at the far end, giant doorways, and, of course, the great pillar in the forefront of the hallway, right inside the great doors. And that is almost, not directly below you, but 
very near to that railing. And then on two sides opposing each other, it's bound by the types of wooden walls through which you have been crawling this whole time. And on the third side opposing the balcony is the stone exterior wall with the great window in it. In the center of the room is an enormous table. It is large even by the standards of giants, looking like a single one of them could lie full length across it, and one or two lengthwise. And it is surrounded on all sides by some chairs and benches, all of which seem to be mostly pushed back and not recently in use. Beyond that large table, there are a few other smaller tables as well, and these tables still have things on top of them. Some paper objects, some books, some things that look like tools, clothing, and a few items that you cannot identify. It is hard to immediately identify the purpose of this room without seeing what is up upon the table themselves. All right, I'm going to climb up on the table. Make me climb check. It's not too hard to do. There's. Could I boost him? What? Could I boost him up? Are you going along with him? That'd be a 17. Sure. You get up to the seat. You don't need to boost. Okay. I mean, you can. You can. So like here's what happens. Just... Here's what happens. Thomas goes out and he sees the chair. He wants to get on top of the table. So from the doorway, Freddie, you can see him getting ready, sizing up the prospect of getting on top of one of these chairs. And you run out to go help him. As soon as you leave the wallway and go back out into that room, you see the great pillar down on the main floor off the edge of the balcony. And that headache returns very quickly. It's not quite to the same extent. It doesn't deal you any damage. It doesn't. But your head aches now. Do I um, see the giant down there? You do not see the giant currently. Do you go to the table? I'm going to investigate a little bit, see if I can... All right. See anything else, like maybe possibly something that's causing the headache. What are you going to investigate? Well, if I can see down into the room that we were in. Yeah, you can go over to the balcony and sort of peer through yeah, the railing. I'm going to try to do that. Okay. Um, down there, you see the vast array of tables. It looks like this place, since this is the first real sort of bird's eye view you're getting of the Great Hall's main room. This place was set up to accommodate not a family, not... A few. This was set up to accommodate hundreds of giants in feasting conditions. There are tables, long tables everywhere, and that fire pit is larger than you had even initially thought it was. And this is this is the kind of place where you would keep an army or the retinue of a great lord. It is big. You also see, uh, for the first time, very distinctly that pillar. It sits right in front of the main door into the Great Hall from the outside. And it is about 35 feet tall. It is circular, looking down at it, but from the side it would be ovalish. It's just a standing stone. And it is carved with this intricate pattern of swirling, flowing, whirling lines that cover it from top to bottom. Interesting. And... As you look at it, that is when your headache reaches its fever pitch. As soon as the headache returns as harshly as I remember it, I quickly look away from it. and it, I'll, it decreases as you look away. I walk back from the railing, and I'm not going to go to Thomas. I'm going to go back to the, the tunnel. And as you get... Put more and more distance between you and the standing stone, your headache decreases. Although, even once you're back fully ensconced in the wallway again, it's still there a little bit. It's not completely back to zero. I explain to Draman and describe what the stone looks like. Do you have any idea what this is? It looks almost like a prayer stone or like a, a ritual stone. People worship this. Have you ever seen something like this before? Um... I mean, can I make a check or something to see? Are if you I going outside? Recognize it. Uh, can I try just based on his description? I will impose disadvantage. All right, I'll go peek my head out. Okay. <laughs> um, you peek your head out, and your head also begins to throb dully. And when you see the standing stone, the throb picks up, and it doesn't feel great. It's not yet at even hangover level headache, but it's definitely there. Okay, uh, so is, is there any check I can make to see if I 
I've seen something like this before. For um, I would make an Arcana check. Uh, fifteen. With a fifteen, I would say that no, you have never seen anything quite like this before. You know, from what he was saying this morning about the conjuration magic and teleportation magics that you use in Eidoron, in Caton, in Addo, what have you. That that is all a specific type of magic. And what you do back home doesn't look like this. You don't use great big standing stones. This is this is new. Like most things in this world. Uh make an make a straight intelligence check for me though. Nat. 20, so 21. One thing that does pop into your mind as you, as you rack your mental archives, trying to think of anything that might be similar to this, is the whirling and swirling shapes are not completely unlike the symbols and sigils inscribed into the sarcophagi that you had seen in the Barrow Fortress of King Othwin. Not a huge fan of that. Okay. They're not identical. They're not, they're not matches. But they are similar in... In the way that they be. Yes. Okay. Um, so, no, I, I don't know what these are. Um, haven't seen them before. They look a little bit like what we saw in the Barrow, but not enough that I can match them up and I've never seen them in magic use before so this is the barrow like before we came to this crazy place yeah yeah on the the sarcophagus and now that you think about it you can see it too Freddy huh my head started to hurt real bad the closer I got to that thing I don't know what kind of magic they're using it for or if it's like a talisman of some kind, I don't, I don't know. I've never seen anything like it before. Yeah, the same thing. It was it was like it was super concentrated. Whatever the thing that was making the head hurt was concentrated in that thing. I wonder if that's where all this magic is coming from. Or we should ask Thomas to go take a look at it when he gets back. See if his head hurts. Oh, that's true. That's a good idea. If it doesn't, he should go try to mess with it. Thomas, you are on top of a table, far away from this conversation. And the table spreads out in front of you. It's 30, 35 feet wide and close to 50 or 60 feet long. And on it are several layers of fairly thin parchments. I say fairly thin because they would be about paper-sized in a giant's hands, but to you, they're almost an inch thick. And on these parchments is a series of strange and fascinating maps. All right, I'm going to walk past those. To where? Are there any other tables in the room? Yes, there are a number of tables. All around, this is the main one. Can I see what's on them from where I'm standing? Yes, a lot of the tables are empty. Some of the tables have books. Some of the tables have... Pieces of clothing, a pair of gloves, you see a hat, you see uh, underneath one a pair of boots. You don't see any green cloak or similar item like that. There are tools on some of these tables, some of which you understand and know the purpose of. Hammers and tongs and whatnot, and others which you don't, which look more complex, more intricate. You do not see a table with a hand axe and a green cloak trimmed with fur and a box. All right. Is there uh, any extra paper on the table? No, there is not. Everything that is, all the paper or all the parchment is currently used up on these enormous maps, which are almost as large as the surface of the table itself. Can I, I want to study the maps to see if I can get like a general idea of what they're about. There's one map that is on top of all of the others. And it looks like this one is still 
It's rough around the edges. They haven't filled it out completely. But as you walk to the center of it, you see what looks like a mountain range. And in that mountain range is a, a symbol. Probably three feet tall for you. So you can easily make it out as denoting a, a building or a hall of some sort. Triangular in appearance. And just the lands that surround that. I notice any other landmarks that are marked on the map, like any other buildings. This one seems to be mostly geographic in nature. There are also a number of lines, long straight lines that appear to cover enormous stretches of geography and connect a series of points in disparate locations. But you cannot tell exactly what those lines are or what those points represent. What you do know is that this symbol of a house or whatever is at the center of this network of lines. Hmm. All right. Then I'm going to get off the table and get my rope mm -hmm. back with me, and I'll walk out back to the hole in the wall. Okay. You walk back to the wallway, and you find your two companions. Hey, so I just found a map. Um, a map? What was, what was on it? Uh, it looked like it was pointing at us, and it had a whole bunch of lines just leading out outwards from it. That sounds scary and not good. What were the lines indicating? I don't know. Okay. Do I look like a map maker to you? I mean, I don't know what a map maker looks like, so... so I guess I'm not one. Could we do a history check to see if we know any kind of maps like that? just looked like a geographical map of the area. Like the, the lines leading out of just it. Just the, the style of... From that. what he's describing, it sounds just like a land map to you. With it's the lines things. and stuff leading out? Those could it, be... It doesn't look like a uh, topographical map. Those could be a number of different things. It's hard to say at the moment from just what Thomas told you now. Yeah. It's like... It looks just like a map of the area around it. There aren't any other landmarks marked on there, but the longhouse. Was everything else filled in? Except for, like, the very far edges of it. Hmm. All right. Well, we'll sit on that for a second. Uh, Thomas, did your head hurt at all walking out into that room? No. Could you... Yeah, more than usual. <laughs> Wait, how much does your head normally hurt? There's this voice inside <laughs> yeah. screaming. Yeah. Be <laughs> safe! I was like, <laughs> so, you know, over the years I've had a few concussions, and yet every now and again I just get this like low-pitched humming. Just like a... that just is in my head for a while. Maybe you should go get that checked out. Go see a fantasy neurologist. Yeah. <laughs> um, every time I get a heal, they say it's fine, but nothing <laughs> fixes it. It just comes back. I described to you the Sometimes kind of... Sometimes I hear screaming, too, but I ignore that. Yeah, that's not good. I described you to you... You just brush that off. Like, ah, I say, <laughs> that's not good, but... I mean, it's Thomas. Can we blame him? <laughs> Thomas probably knows what it is. It's the screams of all the... The innocence I've killed. <laughs> yeah, it's like all the... All I mean, the, you do try to kill anything you come into contact with. I bet if a necromancer looked and could see all the undead, he would be shocked. Like all the spirits floating around. Like, Why are you like this? Like, you killed me. <laughs> Why? Thomas, you bitch. Someone should bring back all the ghosts to attack you. Is Tell that why you're so scared of ghosts? Probably. Well, I don't know. You know you put it that way. Yeah. I've never thought about that. <laughs> There's so many things coming out. Are you <laughs> the group's like, psychologist now? I guess so. You found your purpose. <laughs> Even though I'm so broken. Um. I kind of explained to you the look of this stone with those crazy swirly markings on it and the shape of it. And it's like right over underneath the, on the bottom level floor. You've seen it, Thomas. No, that thing. It looks yeah, like a giant it. rune stone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you go take a look at it from the balcony? Sure. Drummond, hand me your, your rope and grappling hook. Are you going to go take it? It's like... 35, 40 feet tall. No. I'm going to take a really close look at it. <laughs> He's hundreds of tons. <laughs> He's going to go grappling hook. The He's going to go Mission Impossible. <laughs> yeah. Done. The done. 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 <laughs> He 
he's gonna be no, no, no. he's gonna be like rappelling down no, no, the, no. the balcony. All right, um, you giving him the stuff? No, just go Come look on. at it normally. Come on, I need it, Thomas. Just go look at it. I real need quick. it, Drummond. Don't do it. I need Drummond. it for stuff and things. <laughs> that that's the part I'm concerned about. That you have stuff and things, and things. that you need to do. I've, I'm concerned about the stuff and or things. Come on, I'll have. give it right back after I'm done. Pass. And you know it's like Thomas's hand is behind his back. He's definitely crossing his fingers when he's saying that. Is that part of the world here? Like crossing fingers is a. Is it is a now. Thing? Yeah. <laughs> For Thomas, it is. Thomas grew up in a place that had witches. Apparently, superstition. That's why he's afraid of ghosts. Uh, I will not give you the grappling hook. I will toss you back. Was it? Is it your rope that I have? Well, no, I've been using it. You've already given it back. Did he? Yeah, I'll just yeah. say it's fine. Or did you have imaginary rope? No, he had rope. It's fine. <laughs> then, then no, you have He's your rope. He's using Go his mind it. rope to climb up stuff. <laughs> I use my mind rope. That's why his head hurts so much. Stressing my imagination a uh, little bit too hard. I'm not giving you my grappling hook. Let's go look at the stone. All right, I'll go look at it. Okay. <laughs> you go over to the balcony. Can I have where a grappling hook? No. You go over to the balcony um, where there's a railing surrounding the edge, and you're able to get up in between what to you are two. Quite pillars. enormous pillars. Yeah. What is what is Thomas what does Thomas think? <laughs> He's it is? like, wow, there's some big logs. You get up in between the two big logs. <laughs> Although they're works, they're completely devoid of bark. They're actually uh someone with the world's largest lathe uh spun these and they all look pretty good. But you're looking down at this thing and it looks like the like the pillar, the standing stone that you saw yesterday. And what you saw just now as you were walking to the table, it is covered with a series of just abstract swirling lines, which all seem to grow out of one another and spiral smaller and smaller until you cannot see them anymore. And it looks like that that pattern, that motif goes all the way around. Yeah, it looks like a very large rock. Wait, so you have seen this before? Yes, you saw it yesterday yeah. when he was surveying the room. You all did, but he just you, didn't remember you glossed it. over it. Yeah, he didn't remember it until now. Side question. Okay. How tall did you say this thing was? It's around 35 feet. Says, it's hard to gauge perfectly because you know, you're at an angle and you don't have a measure. So if I, were to, <laughs> if I were to reduce the size of it? It would still be too large to pick up. What about if you enlarged me, then reduced its size? It would still be too large to pick up. You just don't want us to take it, do you? Okay, so if what, you reduced if you... it in size, it would be 20 feet tall. And if what? you made Thomas double in size, or let's say not even 20 feet, let's say it's 15 feet tall, and you made Thomas double in size to 12 feet tall, he would still be trying to pick up a large piece of stone as large or bigger than himself what if I you... enlarged both Draman and Thomas? And can you cast Reduce twice on one object? No, it doesn't stack. Say that? Probably something along those lines. It does included. not say that. <laughs> Rock, get in my pocket. <laughs> I'm going to put it in my bag of holding, and then after a minute, it's just going to be like, Brent, <laughs> Brent at, pocket that, rock. at that point, you don't need to do it anymore. You just have to keep reducing it. Reduce it three times, then it's a pocket rock. Yeah, but the thing is, does it get rid of it? It's weight. Or just its size. No, it gets rid of its size and weight. Okay, yeah, then we can we can just move this rock out of here, Drummond. What I'm saying, man, that's what I'm saying. It says the target's size is halved in all dimensions, and its weight is reduced to one-eighth of normal. That seems like it doesn't scale correctly. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me why it gets half Tell as ball, why. half as big. And it's one reduced by half in every direction, not just height. Also in width and, and girth. girth. <laughs> I have no problem burning all three of my spell slots to take this rock. Who <laughs> want our pet rock? Do you have the do you have the sorcery <laughs> points to spell to spell slots thing? Is that a Oh yeah, I do have that too. Do you? Yeah. I could quadruple cast this you sucker. Know, there's um there is nothing. <laughs> 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 
your one puzzle that you made for us. <laughs> Suck it, Sean. Now it's a puzzle. I don't have any clue what this is going to do. And the puzzle is actually... Sean is actually just as... puzzle. Just as... Just as puzzled about this, what's gonna this happen. This is probably the thing we're that's gonna, gonna make all the blizzards. We're gonna and take all a that. photo of Sean and just Photoshop a question mark over his head. You have to Photoshop it. I can just about see it. <laughs> I I don't I don't know what this does. He was panicking. To anything. <laughs> he was panicking. Well, it gives to me a headache, so it's doing something. Don't worry. That means just Thomas will carry it. So would we be able to put this in? <laughs> a, I can I can see him thinking so hard. He's <laughs> this look, is the face look, of someone is, who's literally a... <laughs> reinventing the campaign as we speak. Look, Sean, it is a magical object, right? Yes, it's just, a magical object. Just give it a high magic resistance, then. Shut up. Stop giving it an idea. But there's no magic resistance with enlarge and reduce. It's only if it's a person. So just let us do it. I don't know. What <laughs> Do you want us to give you a minute? Because <laughs> it's gonna Because we're gonna do it. Yeah, it's like, this <laughs> is what we're doing now. <laughs> do you want us to pause and give you a minute? We based like an entire world of magic around this stupid stone. And we're like, what and if I shrunk it and put it in my pocket? And he's like, you. <laughs> so angry. I would just yeet it at the giant. Yeah, I shrink it <laughs> and throw it. Oh, that way when it unshrinks, it'll crush him. That's true. Let's do that. We can time it out to where it's like 55 seconds. Then we'll kill the giant, take his home. And then we throw it, and it enlarges as it's thrown through the air. I'm more interested about what happens when we shrink this thing down and kill him. Because it clearly is having some type of magical (laughs) effect. Player's Handbook, page 205. Combining magical effects. The effects of different spells add together while the durations of those spells overlap. The effects of the same spell cast multiple times don't combine, however. Instead, the most potent effect, such as the highest bonus, from those castings applies while the durations overlap. You can only cast it once. I still don't know what it does. Do it. You can't carry it away. <laughs> yes, uh, we can. Yeah, Watch we can. us. We're going right. to try. Draman, you ready? Let me see what kind of spells I got. Hold on. So if you shrink it once, then enlarge both of us, we can carry it away. But where are we going to take it? God, I need now I need to calculate the weight of this. <laughs> you gave us a shiny magical rock. It's not shiny. <laughs> it is it not. It just has carvings in it. Yeah, but didn't you say the carvings were like pulsing? I also have enhanced ability, which I could cast. And the target has advantage on strength checks, and his or her carrying capacity doubles. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. Time for a geology break with Sean as he does some math. Okay, the density of rock is around 2,300 kilograms per cubic meter. And let's see, I said this thing was, what, around 35 feet? What if I cast reduce and enlarge on all of this and then I roll a one on the magic wild table? Then everything is dead. (laughs) We're doing Freddy's side story. (laughs) Season two is done. It's over. We're all dead. Season three is just a two-month adventure of Freddy after he binge drunk a whole bunch of cursed alcohol. No, season three is us in the underworld. No, they were like, we don't want you. Get out. Circle. Did I ever describe how wine it was? You said it was wasn't just a circle. It was kind of like a obelisk pillar. Well, you're getting it calculated as a cylinder. I think you. I think you need to integrate all the sides. Come on. Calculus. This is like the only situation where calculus is going to be relevant, Sean. I want you to integrate this by parts. What's your carrying capacity? What's your strength? Uh, strength is 16. Okay. My carrying capacity is 195. Okay. I figured out the actual weight of this thing. How much is it? You don't get to know. You have to pick it up. You're going to throw it your back. <laughs> Give me the measurements again. He's going to do it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Pause it. Rewind. Right. So it's, if it's a cylinder and it's 35 feet tall. 
but I'm reducing it. Yeah, and he's reducing by it by half. Shit, now I gotta... No. No, I, should, I shouldn't be the one so doing this. So the weight this, is what, can... one-eighth? One-eighth. Okay. I'll... Divide it by one-eighth. <laughs> there. I, now I know what that weight is, too. Go ahead, reduce it. What is it? You don't know. Your character doesn't know. What about does your does your does the player want to know? Yes, the player does really want to know. Four hundred fifty thousand kilograms. Okay, and that's the reduced weight. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying we can't move it? You can certainly try. Four hundred and how many kilograms? Four hundred fifty thousand. She a big rock. In other words, like 50 tons? Yeah, that's 99,000. <laughs> nah, we can lift yep. it. 992,000 pounds. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so go ahead and reduce it. Now we've gotten here, do but it. Then also if you enlarge us, though, we'll be stronger. Oh, even if, Okay, so even if we're twice as strong, you double your carrying capacity and then I cast... Uh, enhance ability and double that. I I want We still won't even be able to lift a ton. With both of us, you'd be able to lift two tons. Actually, we could try to push it over, get one of the benches, and lever it. Sure, whatever. Yeah, can we try to break it? Yeah, let's just break it. I'll cast silence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait can, a minute. Like, we can get the we can get the, <laughs> we can get the benches. You silence it, enlarge us. We can just lever the benches I, up I like a pry silence. bar. I don't have I'm... silence repaired. <laughs> oh, no, we could take our Why full... not? You're sneaking around in a giant's house. Hey, how about this? We take our, our week-long rest in the rat holes. It will prepare all our spells. We level up. Then we tackle the obelisk. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everyone. As always, just wanted to thank you for listening to another episode of Brent, Colin, and Don Annoying Me. Seriously, though, thank you for listening, and don't forget to find us on social media with the handle GhostStronghold. Remember, we have another episode coming out next week on Wednesday, the 30th of September. And until then, please be nice to your DMs. <laughs>